It is the Chicago First United Audio Podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. Featuring interviews with the premier talent and tastemakers in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week at ChicagoFirstUnited.com. This week, an interview with Bob Nana of Braid, Certain People I Know, and more. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black here with Bob Nana. How are you doing, sir? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, Thanks man. for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we're meeting a couple blocks from Threadless, uh, where I know that you are, you know, involved there. So, uh, you know, you've got a lot going on. I feel like you always have a lot going on, but you've yeah. definitely got a lot going on right now. How has the year been for you so far in 2012? It's been super, super busy. And, uh, I yeah, in addition to Threadless, there are Braid shows coming out. Um, our Braid shows coming up. There's a certain people I know record that's uh, coming out. I'm in a band called Jack and Ace uh, with my girlfriend uh, that we've been playing a bunch of shows to. We actually went to South by Southwest and played some shows uh, along with Braid. I'm working on a new business called Downright that uh, is a pretty cool sort of thing that I'm working on with Mark Rose. Yes, I've, I've heard of that. I've had a lot of people tell me, like, you need to get them on the podcast, talk to them about that. So... I'm glad that's come up. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I could bring. We could talk a little bit, or you know, maybe get him, him and I together. And yeah, I mean, if you want to give us an overview, and then I'm sure, uh, you know, we can always get Mark on as well down the line because Mark's super great guy. We've had him on the oh, show absolutely. before. Absolutely, for sure. So yeah, uh, yeah. Long story short, it's been super busy. <laughs> well, you know, let's kind of start with the certain people I know record because that's kind of coming up right in front of us, dropping on I think what August seventh. Seventh, I think yes. So. You know, what's kind of like the backstory on that album? Like, how did that come together? Because that's a band that you've done in the past, correct? Correct. Yeah, it was, I believe, in 2009 when Damon, the drummer, he was the drummer of Braid and Hey Mercedes as well, he uh, moved to Chicago, and we thought, let's play some music together. We're in the same city for, this is like the first time ever, and we don't. it doesn't have to be a full-time thing. It could just be something we could do when we have free time, play some shows, and, you know, basically get a bunch of uh, musicians that we admire from the area to play with us and write some songs. And so that's what we did. We got uh, Jeff Dean, plays guitar. He's in he's in so many bands. He's in a band called The Bomb. He's in a band called Noise by Numbers. He is in a band called All Eyes West that's very active. And then uh, Matt Schussler, who is in Gold Motel uh, at the moment, and he was in This Is Me Smiling. And then Lauren Lopiccolo, who is... Um, a longtime friend, and she she writes amazing solo material, and so I, I really wanted her to have, be in the band as well. And actually, she's in Jack and Ace with me, and she's doing the vocals as well. She's some doing of them. yeah, some of them I do some, and, and she does some. Yeah, I, I dug that. I dug the whole like male female kind of like alternating vocals. It sounds good. Cool. You know? Thank you. So, uh, you know, how far back do some of these songs date on the certain people I know record? Not uh, well. We we wrote them all in. Um, 2009, and they were written specifically for certain people I know, except for two of the songs on the record were written by Lauren before certain people I know. The two songs are Our Lady of Guadalupe and How Was the Show. Both of those songs were written uh, in the year or two previous. And these are songs that she had already had demos for that I liked, that I brought to the band, and we, we, we worked them into the whole songs. Now, something I thought was interesting, which, you know, uh, I don't know if I can say in the interview, and if I can't, we'll just take it out, but, you know, certain people I know, I think you were telling me via email, is this not an active band right now, but the record is still 
an active record or yeah we what happened was is we recorded four songs uh, in 2009 and then we had but we had written nine in in total and so after the Damon had started working for Warped's tour so he was gone all summer and we just sort of decided that we weren't really around too much to be able to do the band even as much as we wanted to so we thought well next time we get together let's record these other four or five songs so that we have them no matter what happens we've got all these songs recorded and we'll just have them and so that's what happened next time he uh damon came through town he laid down the drums for the songs we all went in and did our parts so we ended up with nine songs and then there's this there was a label called count your lucky stars from uh, michigan who contacted me saying i hear you've recorded uh basically an album's worth of material I'm interested in putting it out. And I told him, I said, that's awesome. I think the songs are really good. I'd love to have them see the light of day, but we're not a real, we're not a full-time band. I mean, I said we could maybe play a show or two when the record comes out, but, you know, we can't tour or anything. He said, that's totally cool. So that's basically where it came from. Like I said, I I really like the songs, and I'm glad they're seeing the light of day. But um, other than if we can all get together and play a show or two, which I think I would like to, yeah, the band is inactive. But, you know, I think it's interesting because you as an artist, you, if you look at, like, the Bob Nana kind of discography, there's precedent of coming back to projects. Mm-hmm. Like Braid, obviously, who's experiencing a second life right now, right? right. Yeah, definitely. Um, the, I, I guess I like to think of all the projects as always on hiatus. Sure. So there's, they're always just kind of on back burners so that I can come back to them at any time. I, I don't think I've ever like fully retired anything except for maybe my high school band or something because you know i yeah i mean but yeah i just i'm constantly i constantly feel the need to write music and make music just because it makes me feel good it makes me feel happy and uh it's very rewarding and fun for me no matter who hears it so when i have the opportunity to write songs for any purpose, whether it's solo, whether it's for Jack and Ace, or whether it's for a new Braid record. And if Hey Mercedes somehow, uh, you know, if there's some uh, situation where Hey Mercedes can, has a chance to play a show, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say we would never do it. I mean, of course we'll, we, we would, uh, you know, try and do it if, if, if it all lines up. But it's sort of just the need to make music. And so I always sort of have a few things going on. Well, let's talk about Braid. You know, like, what is going on with Braid right now? Because I know that you guys have had kind of an active two years, it looks like. And you're, I think, getting ready to go out on, like, a run of dates? Yes, we are. We leave next Tuesday. Um, We're doing the uh, uh, East Coast, uh, which is basically New York, Philly, and Boston uh, this first weekend. The next weekend, we're going to fly and do uh, L.A., San Diego, and San Francisco. Basically, the... This, we, we, we have very specific times of the year when our schedules line up. Kind of similar to certain people I know. We don't really intend to make Braid like a full-time touring machine as we were back then because we just we toured, we used to tour constantly. We would play hundreds of shows in a year. Now we're all living in different cities. We all have different obligations or whatever. But So when we can get together and play shows we're going to so august is one of those times where it all lines up uh so yeah that's what we're going to do how how it came back is um once 
Braid broke up, I, I sort of lost contact. I, I started playing in Hey Mercedes with Todd and Damon, but Chris I had lost a little contact with. Kind of out of nowhere, and it was actually the Certain People I Know show. He just showed up, and this was, I, I hadn't seen him in maybe three years, and we just started talking, and you know, sort of everything picked up where it left off, and then I asked him if he wanted to do this DJ night with me at Bar DeVille, and we ended up doing that together for, you know, a few months, four or five months, and talking every week and hanging out, and it was just like, hey, let's, maybe we should just try and write some songs together. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's do Braid. Yeah. 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 You know, with these shows that you guys are doing, you know, with this kind of, like, revamped, uh, reunited Braid, when you're playing, are you seeing a crowd of people coming back who maybe knew Braid when they were originally active, or are you seeing a younger crowd discovering Braid for the first time, or is it kind of like, you know, yeah. split? Or? It's, it's, it's both. It's pretty much both. Uh, since we decided to put out another record and write some more stuff, we've only played, I think, four shows. I knew we played in Chicago and Milwaukee, and then we did two shows at South by Southwest this year. Um, might be missing one. But, um, yeah, it's been a lot of... Uh, a lot of both, a lot of you know older, older folks like myself who you know we still feel a connection to that music and want to come and relive a little bit or just yeah I mean feel you know uh, rejuvenated or how they felt back when when we were active, and then there are all the you know sort of younger newer fans who who never have gotten to see us play and who are probably introduced to us via the new bands that sort of maybe cite us as an influence or something, which is super cool. Yeah, I mean, you got to think that there are kids who are probably picking up, like, alternative press, seeing younger bands on Warp Tour being like, oh, my God, you know, like, movie music, that was a record I listened to when I was in high school. Right. I mean, is that kind of weird having, or not, like, weird, but is it interesting having people cite you as inspiration or having kids discover you through that channel? No, it's, it's not weird at all because I was... I mean, I was that kid, too. I was that kid on both sides of the fence. I was the guy, you know, picking up Maximum Rock and Roll or Zines when I was a kid and learning about band, learning all about all the new bands I liked, but then figuring out what inspired them and getting into those bands, too. And same thing, when, I was, when we were starting Braid, we were super influenced by bands before us. So, you know, it was... Um, it's just it's it's the way things uh, the way things work. I, it's the circle of life. I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, you know, you guys. You know, as Braid released um, closer to closed, that was an EP last year. Are there kind of more recordings on the way, or are you kind of just taking it as it comes? No, there are definitely more recordings on the way. Uh, Chris and I both live in Chicago, so you know, uh, we're sort of we're the main songwriters of the band, at least. We come up with sort of the, the main ideas of some of the songs and then bring them to Todd and Damon and then they get fleshed out. But, um, yeah, so we've been getting together for the past year basically working on new Braid material. So the plan is to record new material uh, in December, which is the next time our schedules line up around the holidays, for a um, release um, next year sometime, probably late spring, early summer-ish. You've got this Certain People I Know record that's dropping on August 7th. Um, you know, obviously Braid going on tour very shortly. What else is in the works for Bob Nana, you know, this year, next year? What else is on deck for you? Well, I mentioned uh, the band I'm in called Jack and Ace. That is something I do with Lauren, my girlfriend. And I just i am such a huge fan of her songwriting and her voice. And I'm, I'm talking, like, physical voice and also her, you know, 
kind of like writing voice. Exactly, exactly. Because it just comes from a completely different place than I come from. And so I've been really excited to work with her on creating new music. So we're actually working on a new album too, a, a full album, a full length. Um, so, you know, hopefully that can come out next year at some point as well. And then, yeah, I mentioned Downright. Downright is something I'm so, so excited and so passionate about. The basic gist of it is, and I'd love to talk to you more about it, maybe as like a yeah, podcast or something, once it launches. But um, what I want to create in, uh, with Mark and our friend Dan Reed is like an artist-centric website that is part custom song shop and part new way for artists and songwriters to interact with their fans uh, basically allowing fans to inspire them to create music like I I you know I have this problem quote unquote in that I can't stop writing music and I love writing music I write stuff all the time that never gets used for anything like if I, I would love to have the opportunity to use a, a website that's sort of um, built to help me practice almost, practice writing songs, and also um, make extra money when I'm not on tour is another idea too, because, you know, the way that uh, the music business works now, it's sort of a, me a hot mess in that everyone seems to want stuff for free, all of the, you know, the, the consumers and music lovers, and they still love music, they just want it for free. I don't blame them. Shit's expensive nowadays. But, um, so, but that, that's, very, that's not very fair to the, the, the songwriters, obviously, who want to do this as a living. I mean, they're like, say, you know, I'm a, a songwriter. I'm pretty good at it. I want to do this. This is all I want to do, right? I don't want to work maybe at, a, at an office or a warehouse or wherever. I want to do this because it's my passion. And so uh, I just, I want to create a place where that sort of thing can, can actually happen. And it makes the music more special for the, 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 um, the music lover, too, because they're going to basically sponsor a song from, from me that they could be the only person in the world to ever hear if they so choose. That's so exciting. I think, I think that right there is the hook. Yeah. It's the exclusivity because there's something so enticing about that. Like back in the day, I think it was called the like hoarder mentality almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? But being like, dude, I've got this Matt Skiba song, and I'm the only person in the world who has yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. But it's uh, but I want to make it as very uh, artist centric, so the artist has control, and it doesn't feel like they're just being like puppets for somebody's twisted mind or whatever or, or, or whatever or just interests right so i could say that i want to i want to create this uh, album quote unquote of um 10 songs about cities about where cities where you live like maybe write me a story about some things about your city and i'll write a song about it i mean that that, that sort of thing is super exciting for me for yeah. me to do i mean we did uh, a, a benefit for town right recently and i um uh, we did a little raffle, and we ra Mark and I both raffled off a custom song. And the guy who won my song, it was his birthday. He's actually, he was actually a big Braid and, and Hey Mercedes fan. Uh, or the, these dudes bought it for a guy's birthday, and they basically gave me all this fun, all these fun facts about the guy. And I wrote a song that I'm proud of. It's a very, it's, it's a good song. It has a few sort of uh, things for the guy, like uh, inside jokes for him. But 
you know, it's not something I'm ashamed of. They loved it. They play, they like played it at their, you know, at his like party and stuff. And it was just like a really, really cool way to connect to a, a, a fan and a songwriter as well. So I'm so excited about it. We're in the process right now of, um, you know, getting all the legal issues tied up because one thing I think would be cool is, uh, once the song is complete, if both the songwriter and the, the, um, uh, user agreed to publish the song, then we could put the song out there and, uh, you know, whatever happens, both sides could make like royalties off of it too. I think that this is an awesome idea. Uh-huh. I want to continue this conversation in a future podcast, yes. like get Mark Rose here. Um, cause I've had people telling me like, dude, you've got to check out downright. There's this thing that's happening. You need to find out about it and get it on the podcast. So I'm totally on board. I think cool. all of it's very exciting and you've always got great stuff going on man so thanks so much for again making time for the podcast it's always appreciated thanks Simon it means a lot that uh, we're doing this absolutely man this has been the Chicago First United audio podcast for Chicago Scene Salvation thanks to Bob Nana of Braid Certain People I Know and more for being on the show this week you can find past episodes of the Chicago First United audio podcast at chicagoversunited.com including interviews with Mark Rose Joe Troman the Felix Culpa and many many more you can find the Dynasty Podcast Network at dynastypodcast.com for the Dynamic Dynasty my name is Haima Black Dynasty Descent <laughs>